It's the bachelor lifestyle. Can't I sleep for a minute? It's my first impression, Rose. Prime back to Jay Stewart breaking down all the shows. It's the bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison. You crying in a limo sent home. How embarrassing. The most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Hello and welcome. We are back. From theballerlifestyle.com, you are listening to The Bachelor Lifestyle Podcast. Zach season coming to a boring end eventually. We're in Budapest. Beautiful city. I mean, good locations this year. They got a little more budget. Last few years, haven't been going many places because of the vid, which surprisingly did Greer and her journey in this week not to spoil anything she was a front runner I'll admit it I was wrong I had Greer winning the whole thing when she got that first first impression rose I have some I have some thoughts on who's definitely going to win though but uh, first let's let's get caught up with everything that happened with our dear friend Jason Stewart Jason how are you hello everybody hey buddy hello there yeah oh so this is um this is the the podcast that's been called the uh, a great white shark in a sea, in a sea of bachelor podcasts. I've heard that. Um, and I, you know, I the reason why they call it that is because we have teeth. It has teeth. We have teeth, and and most most podcasts don't. That's true. This is what this real is talk. What I would. This is what I would say. Tell me, if you're a, a middle aged white guy yeah uh, there's no other podcast to listen to that's true but we accept all audiences you know any gender uh any sexuality of all races um but i think we, our wheelhouse is the middle-aged white guy who kind of either watches it with his wife or doesn't watch it at all and just listens to the podcast um my good friend Jonesy, uh, J- Jeff Jones. Every week with this Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, no relation. N- no relation to Principal Ed Rooney, the pedophile. FYI. Nope. No yeah. relation. Yep. Um, but he's hooked, and he was pretty fired up. Uh, oh, really? This week because he's so hooked on our podcast, and you know, and he watches the show. And that it's got teeth and I shit. Get, yeah. I guess his. Uh, I guess his phone has been listening to him because in his. Friend, people you might know that came up in Facebook, yeah. uh, Zach Shawcross shut came up. up. Shut up. You know, because Jonesy's a, a football coach and Zach's got uh, a football pass. So it says people you should know and they share four friends. Well, um, Zach went over the middle for the uh, for the Servite Falcons. Is it Deacons? I don't know. It's something religious. Crusaders? Yeah. I think it's Deacons. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um, you, you know who does know, because he knows every high school mascot in the state. Jeff Jones? In the country. Oh, no. Petros Papadakis. Wow. Yeah, you went right there. Yeah. And uh, that I was going to say, if you're going to listen to two things, you should yeah. listen to our podcast or and or. The Bachelor Report on the Petros and Money Show that I never miss. Excellent, Great excellent segment. summary of of the of the show. They've been doing it before we've been doing this podcast, so it's, it dates back like more than ten years at and least. Petros had a, a a particularly funny line or a great line, a uh, way of summing up this episode, and we'll start to dive in. But yep. he said that this episode should be called the trail of tears without the smallpox contaminated blankets. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of crying happening. And but by the way, it's the Servite Friars fail on Ouch. bad marks to us here. The Friars from Servite. Um, it's, it's hard for me to try to put myself in a place where a woman like, cat who is a piece who is she is she is beautiful she's obviously you know she's a career woman she's got a lot going on in in no realm outside of a game show would she have the least interest 
in Zach Shalcross. And it's hard for me to sit and watch her cry over him. She she's she's got to be a fantastic actress because you could tell like after, you know, she gets booted that she, you know, she's having none of this douche. But then she's crying in the limo, so I don't know. I don't know, no, you I know, don't. down is up, up is down. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. I'm, I'm usually the one on this podcast who has a pretty good grasp of who the actor is, you know, given my there's, background. There's a bunch. Actor, yeah. Oh, that's right. Um, but <laughs> giving but, all, all your appearances, you've acted yeah. along, of course, Lou Diamond Phillips, the great Lou Diamond Phillips. Correct. How about Robert Davi? Yeah. Davi. Yeah. Gina Gershon. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, there's many, there's many. So you, as the, as the professional actor that you are, you can tell who's working. And what what are your thoughts in this episode? Well, my read on Cat is that this show really fucked with her. I don't think That's she's an actor. Does. In fact, in fact, I think she's the perfect cast member. Like when these casting directors go out and they, they find these people, they want to find people that are just innocent enough, yeah. just oblivious enough to fall for all their shit. Yep. And she does. Um, and Cat. God bless her. Like you're right. She, I think she's going to look back on this. It's going to be a shameful thing to watch back. Yeah. And then years, to, you know, when she's with the dude that is that far outrates Zach. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's gonna. She's gonna be like, I can't believe that show did that to me over that guy. You know. You know, you know who's. I understand he's engaged now. And you know I hate his guts because he's the, he's the most below average. He's mid, as the kids say. He's the most mid, and of course I'm talking about the the vile Nick Vile. Mm-hmm. You know he's engaged now, but but so he's he's probably licking his chops because he would come in and he would he would swoop on these chicks at the after show. He you know after the yeah. season ended. He'd go. He'd 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 pick and choose the hot ones, and the, and ruin them, and and move on. And he's probably like, "What's you know, Ariel's going to be free, cat," because there's no way this Nick guy picks him. And and or Nick, what's his name? Zach. It's. I think this comes down to who we all thought, right? It's the two who had the roses already at the rose ceremony last night. The mid is two, Gabby. Yeah, and Katie, oh, yeah. who Katie. who who are both Katie. still yeah. t- still too attractive uh, for this zero. No, no disrespect to to Katie and Gabby. Right. What are your thoughts, Jason? You're clicking away. No, I agree. Oh, I, okay. I, think that, mm-hmm. I no, I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katie and um, and what's her face. Gabby will be the final two. Yeah, of course, but of course. Yeah, Gabby kind of shows her cards in this one. I'm, yeah, she uh, she she calls herself ADHD. In fact, I think she calls yep. herself like very ADHD. Yep. yep. And then she kind of has a she kind of has a mental episode yep. in this that's like if Zach sees that, um, there should be red flags galore. But anyhow, well, that was her, that was her, that was her trauma. Like, you know, these, they go on their one-on-one dates over uneaten food and people talk about their trauma and Brooklyn got sent away because she's like, I can finally be myself. But then she, you know, everybody's trying to be the bachelorette. So Greer like is like, I understand they all, they all make it seem like this dude's a fucking hero when he's not, he's a loser. And so Greer's Greer makes excuses for him. Brooklyn's like, he helped me see that I have value. What the fuck are we talking about here? Right. This guy is a, the, a mid-level average boring guy from Anaheim Hills who happens to be tall. That is, that is the extent of what he has to offer. Why are we pretending like he is a young Robert Urich? I don't know. I mean, you have Go to on. Him, yeah. You have, to, you have to give him a little bit of credit, though, because he has yet to have that breakup where a woman calls him out and acts betrayed. And it's like, this is bullshit. All oh. of them have handled 
their exits with grace. Like, and, and maybe it's the maybe, yeah. maybe it's the play for the for the bachelorette. But yeah. I do have to give him credit that like he has kind of handled these breakups and these relationships in a fairly yep. civil way. Well, um, yep. But you know, maybe maybe there's going to be a ton of fireworks in the final four because. I think he has each of them pretty convinced that that he's going to marry. Him. Well, he does. Uh, you're you're glossing over the Jess breakup where he was a huge fucking douche to her. And it, look, he wasn't he wasn't Clay, Clayton Eckerd level douchebag, but he was kind of an asshole. You took his side. Remember, remember, yeah. I yeah, I you took I his think side. Jess, I think Jess went insane and no. he was full yeah that we're gonna yeah. be we're gonna agree maybe we'll bring there. reality steve on before the end of the year to, yeah. to break the tie yeah. on yep. who won the chess zach yeah yep. so um so we continue our uh, our season tour of world war one hotspots um as the cast travels to budapest hungary that's right um and Zach calls it, it the the epitome of romance. Any any um surprise on your part that not a single cast member even one time pronounced it Budapest? No, I was not, looking for There it. wasn't one single Budapest and that is the um preferred pronunciation as far as I know. I I hear it often Budapest and I only heard Budapest on the show. Okay, continue. Wow. Gorgeous city by the way. Um Hungary, and Hungary surrendered early in World War II, so they did not. All their beautiful buildings did not get destroyed by tanks. FYI. Yeah, but the, weren't they a big factor in World War One, the Ottoman Empire, and all that shit? Possibly. Yeah, you've okay. gone too deep for me. Maybe one of our Twitter followers will will fact I'm check. I'm sure they will. One, but, yeah. um, so, so here's the deal. Um, as we kind of alluded to last week. Uh, the show shows Greer as she has arrived in Budapest. She is she's now tested negative. She had COVID all of last episode. She's coming back to be in in the mix. Um, so that's a preview of what's to come. Ha- so, another example. Sorry, not to I, we we need to move the timeline along. But I will say she hadn't seen him since the Bahamas when he belittled her covid right story where where she said hey i understand what it's like you want to be able to do the stuff you do and it's frustrating because you have covid same thing happened to me when i was trying to hit my sales number at the end of the quarter and he's like it is not even close to the same thing i am trying to find my wife here like a bitch he sounded like a bitch actually guess what what greer was going through much more important than being a contestant on a game show. Zach. Okay, go on. She, Greer shows up. So, she's looking cute. So, I i mean, I've been given credit for my Zach impression, but your impression kind of sounds like, what's that spastic character on all of the Back to the Futures? Uh, Griff? Biff. 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 You, you, kind of, you kind of tap into a little of that. I don't know if he's got that in him. It's more like... This is nothing like a sales job. Uh, I, I'm here to find my wife. Oh, that's great. Now, yours is better. Yours is much better. So, I, it is, um, it okay. is interesting to me that you would call Biff by his, by future Biffs from Back to the Future oh, Part Griff 2, the Griff. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. Uh, date card and Katie gets the one-on-one. Uh, Katie's fired up. Brooklyn isn't happy. She's pissed, and she doesn't get called out for raining on Katie's parade. Um, so I guess Katie and Zach do Budapest things. They get on this this thing that resembles um, Angel's Flight in Los Angeles. Oh, yes, and maybe Angel's Flight was was made because of the thing in Budapest. A funicular, yes. Centuries. Yes. Yeah. And they just kind of take a look at the city. It looks pretty. They come across a typewriter in the middle of a, like a kind of a square in the, at the top of this thing. And they just start typing real cliched, uh, love notes to each other. They make out pretty boring shit. Uh, then they go back to the hotel where the group date card is announced. Now, remember if your name's not on the group card, that means get the final one-on-one date 
before hometowns. So hometowns, hometowns. is what uh, is how Juan Pablo uh, pronounced it. And Juan Pablo, of course, the contestant that just just about ruined the bachelor. He didn't take it serious. He was here to get have as much sex as possible, and he used hometowns as a great leverage play to like guilt women into doing things with him. Yeah, be like, yeah. Hey, I know, you know, hometowns are next Sunday, you know, next week. So, you know, what are you going to do he, on this date? He um, did our girl Claire real dirty. I can't remember who won that oh, season, man. to be honest, but it wasn't Claire. And and it wasn't the lawyer. Andy who, Dorfman? Totally, yeah, she totally cussed him up and down when she was let go. Right. I forgot that Andy Dorfman was, a, I mean, it's been a while. No. Yeah, no, he was a real piece of shit, Juan Pablo Galavis. No doubt. Um, so anyways, with hometowns being in a week, I mean, these these dates uh, mean a little bit more. And if you get a rose, then Zach's going to meet your family. So over um, uneaten food, which is code on this pass for for dinner, not eating your food. And then the woman tells traumatic things about their background to secure a rose. Katie tells of the tragedy of her dad moving away when she was young and basically her mom raised them. And then this new guy came into the scene and kind of raised them. Yeah. Yeah. I would hold on, hold on just to, just to, um, just to clarify, I would, I would say move away is an over softening of the, of the situation. He walked out. I would say he walked out on the family. He was not, she never saw him again until she was like 16 biological dad walked out. Yeah. Um, and then this new dude came in who basically kind of raised them. And then he walked out in the eighth grade when she was in eighth grade. So she starts to cry and he says, um, wow, yeah. that's not easy. I can't fathom I that. I know. And then um, he is so overmatched when anybody talks about anything emotional. He's just, yeah stunted he is so one-dimensional and that one dimension is just being completely boring and uninteresting all right some so i guess her dad walks out and some new guy comes in and raises her and her family and then he walked out when she was in the eighth grade she starts to cry um and zach's overwhelmed i can't even fathom that he says um he's just as usual to his credit, though, he didn't call time out and walk out of the uneaten food like he does later episode. He stayed there, yeah, and he whispered at her, which I'm not sure why he's whispering. There's there's microphones oh, on their yeah. on their person. Oh my god, I forgot about the whispering. The whispering was at an all time high. They're the only two in the room, yeah. and they have microphones, so get a normal volume. Um, but anyways, he whispers at her, consoles her, gives her the rose. So Katie is the first to secure home house and, uh, Zach will go home and meet her mother. Um, so good for, good for Katie. Um, the group date is a weird one. The group date happens i guess budapest is the birthplace of magic didn't know that I didn't wow know that was the thing but um they basically go to a, a place where there is a a mentalist yeah. not necessarily a magician but a guy who reads your mind yeah and this fucking guy really screws with all these women's minds he does he does yeah like he he would just say things you're really easy to read and that just fucking put Gabby into a fucking tailspin. Like, what? What does he mean? Like, I'm real transparent, yeah. and uh, and um, and then they would like he would like read their mind and guess what they were thinking. It was pretty uh, impressive shit. But each of these women sat down, and he would say something like really like deep and skewing negative, yeah, about their personality and their fears and like each of them were like really kind of traumatized when they were sitting down, uh, getting their minds read and then cat poor cat, you know, she's just a, a mess. She sits down and 
the mentor's like, you've had a real hard time with this. She's like, yeah. He's like, have you ever thought about walking away from this? Yep. And she says, yes. Fate sealed. Point, fate sealed. Her fate on the show. Yes. Um, Zach doesn't like... Z- Zach doesn't like negative stuff because he's Zach a bitch. Just wants to keep it positive. Yeah, and he, yes. And if if you had any doubts, like God forbid, there be any doubts in the process of finding love, he doesn't want any doubts. If he if you have a doubt, then that means that um, she she explains to the Memphis and Zach like. This process is really hard. Like, in this cat is really articulate about shit. Like, this is a horrible process. It makes all of us feel really bad about ourselves. And then we're real vulnerable and exposed, and we're supposed to be falling in love with the guy. Like, she she just has these, like, really honest thoughts about her and the show. And I think she comes off great, but it's off-putting to Zach. Yeah, because this show doesn't exist in the real world. So if you talk about it like it does exist in the real world, because when you go this, I mean, everything feels so crazy and it's such a mind fuck here that sometimes you think maybe I should just leave, which is what everybody thinks, which is what any normal human being would think put in that situation. But if you say that the little baby bachelor's little itty bitty feelings get hurt and he sends you away because you're too real for him. You're too real, and he's living in a fairy tale, and he doesn't want real things invading his fairy tale, like people talking about how their boyfriends used to smack him around, and their dads walked out, and he just goes, oh, that must have been terrible for you. I'm so sorry. This is, this is, that's his world. He's, he's like, you're, you're screwing up my fairy tale here, which is supposed to be beautiful. I'm trying to get on Dancing with the Stars. You're ruining that for me. I'm trying to be the next Ben Higgins. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> and like, really, at the end of the day, Cat gets punished for reacting like a normal human being yes. and then speaking what she's thinking. Like, she is very good at articulating her like confusion and her pain, and she doesn't get rewarded for that. In fact, she gets punished for it. That's great. Um, so they go over the cocktail hour. They dress up and they go to the cocktail hour. Um, after all these women have really were, were put through the ringer by the mentalist, so they're all kind of worn out. Um, you know, she's kind of she's smooth, and nothing gets to her. She sits down with Zach, and she starts to cuss or something. And she says this, she says, my mom says, I cuss like a sailor. And Zach gives this confused expression as if he's never heard that phrase. Like, he's like, okay. uh, Like, you've never heard fucking cuss like a sailor, you dipshit. Unbelievable. Um, And then then she tries to explain, like, Ariel is, is so much better than this guy. Like, she's actually really funny and charming in this moment like to appeal to him because there's hometowns next week she's just telling him about her mother who's like a first generation uh ukrainian jewish immigrant she says sounds like a really uh interesting woman and she does this like ukrainian kind of uh accent and and she's like uh, you know, why are you going on that show, that Bachelor show? Isn't that show where they have all those orgies? Yeah. And she's <laughs> like, uh, no, Mom, that you're getting this confused with games. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like, for this show, that's like a pretty like funny, relatable story. And they show Zach, and he just has this empty expression on his face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not, he's, he's really not amused. He's kind of confused. Um, so anyways... They make out. I don't. I don't want to be the spoiler guy. If you want to be the spoiler guy, you can. But like, uh, I'm not going to announce anything about charity on this show. Well, you um, just did. You just spoiled it. You're just you're spoiling. No, spo- no, I didn't. <laughs> I haven't spoiled shit. But you're you're the one who like let it be known to me that that this is the next thing. Well, you don't. You don't. I can't. You don't follow reality, Steve Carbone. On look, I try to avoid I, reality, Steve. I, yeah. You have it muted. No, I follow. 
I follow him. I just I just have a very discerning eye for what the spoilers are, so I go right past him when I know that it's going to be. Yeah. He makes it pretty. Cool. It's a. This is a big one. This was a big spoiler. Yeah, uh, it is huge. Charity, the the last woman of color left in the mix. Um, she just she had a a really awful time with the mentalist. It really got in her head. She starts crying. He says some really lame shit that somehow is very empowering to her. And yeah. She actually says he made me feel validated and they make out. Um, yeah. So two down and then yeah. Gabby. Yeah. Gabby comes in, like I said, uh, doubting things. Yeah. This mentalist really screwed me up. Yeah. Um, the, the show is driving me nuts. Um, and explains that she's super, super ADHD and she has a lot of shit going on in her brain. Yeah. And as she's admitting this, I'm like, okay, that's cool. And I, I empathize with you. Yep. And the society is, it's done a great job of being more empathetic to, to what you're doing with here. But I don't know if this is his wife's material. He, you're complicating his life and he wants to be simple. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, Gabby is kind of sounds like a mess, which to me makes her much more attractive. There's like there's a lot going on there. She's she's not basic clearly, and but to a guy like Zach, he that might scare him, and I, I'm assuming it does. Like I don't I don't think yeah I don't think Gabby's going to win the Bachelor. So, Cat. Um, basically has one last go at it here. And, you know, she, she sits down and there's a lot of tears. And again, she's great at articulating her feelings and, and Zach like, I, I, I'm just confused. I mean, you said that you have doubts about this, that you thought about leaving. I mean, I'm just confused about this. And she's, she basically kind of gave him a look like what, what else am I supposed to say? Those, that's what I'm feeling. And then she explained it to him again very well. And then they started talking about her family. They make out, but you could tell Zach is, is kind of pulling away from it. Uh, it's a little too complicated for him, a little too real life for him. Um, so he sits down among all the women. And this was kind of upset, I thought. I thought Ariel was the safe, the safe rose pick. He gives it to Gabby. Yeah. Well, cause so Gabby's going to get a hometown because she, because she opened up about her ADHD battle. You can't not give it to somebody like Ariel was cute and talking about her um, family and what they're like. And I mean, she seemed delightful and they all seem nice. Um, but Gabby broke down and was like, I'm not sure. You know, you know, you know, the show is, you go you, a lot of times you go on the uh, they go on these one on ones over uneaten food. And what's and what's the thing the bachelor or bachelorette is saying before they go on the one on one? They go, I, you know, if this if this guy can't open up to me, then, you know, this might be it. Like, I, I need to see something on this. So and so when somebody bears their soul even a little bit. Like that's rewarded on this show, so I, you know, I, I, I knew that w- I knew that 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 rose was coming to Gabby. All right, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, um, Cat, Cat just starts breaking down in front of all the women uh, after Zach leaves. Like again, it seems like every episode since Christina got shamed for stealing the person's moment, Christina uh, Mandrell. Every- Every episode is that someone crying after somebody else gets a date or somebody else gets a rose. Greer, when she gets emotional, starts whispering again, whispers and starts telling him, I understand. I think I, you have to go through gut. I 100% understand what you're going through. So Greer lets him down pretty easy after he dumps her. She went to Budapest. They flew her to Hungary to get dumped. Well, she was in London. And I guess she was in London. But, you know, it's it's like she's kind of punished for having COVID. I mean, it, yeah. this was kind of a, a politically incorrect thing to do. If you're going to if you're going to waste our time by spending half half an episode trying to convince us 
that COVID is still a big deal. And they have this guy quarantining and doing remote fucking rose ceremonies and shit and trying to be all fucking uh, woke about it. You're going to dump a chick after she has COVID? Like, well, what? I, that runs contrary to what, what the messaging is. I totally agree. But she, let, let's be honest. I mean, she, her fate was sealed when she, when she compared trying to make her number at Xerox to his, his, um, <laughs> trying to find a wife. Like he was his, his little baby, sad little tiny feelings were so hurt by that, that Greer, who at the time was the front runner of the show, in my opinion, she got the first first impression rose. Like she was, she was going the distance. She was, she was hometowns. She was fantasy suites. She was going to the final. And once, once she made a, a, a wrong comparison in his mind, it was over. And, and he was lucky that she got COVID because then he could use that excuse that, I just, uh, I was able to develop, you know, I'm just further along in my connections uh, with some other people right now. And I, you know, I just, I need to see that someone can be my wife and I, you know, it's just, I'm further along and he, he had a way to get rid of her and she was, look, she was hurt, but she was also trying to get her bachelorette edit at the time. So she was cool about it. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, we'll see how that goes. So, so that impression had a little bit of um of the villain in silence of the lambs you threw a little of that in there buffalo bill uh, james gum wild you're talking about james buffalo bill james gum yeah well she a big old fat person that one (laughs) yeah Yeah. you bit yeah Mm -hmm. that's exactly what you did Mm -hmm. um i'd fuck me i'd fuck me so hard that guy right (laughs) yeah what is it? Put lotion on the skin. What is it? It put it puts the lotion on the skin, or it gets the hose. James Gum. It's um, but so he basically was like, you know, it's been a real important week, yeah. and uh, I, you know, and uh, I, I've I've developed strong relationships in that week that you're gone, and uh, but anyways, she took it like a champ, and she's home. So on to the last one-on-one date of. The season, basically, uh, in this regular season before hometowns. And Brooke, she said up, go. Brooklyn is a rodeo rider. Now, I don't know what her her specific expertise is among the rodeo. I think she I think she, she races. Ri- the, I think she races like they do. I don't know what she does. actually. <laughs> Barrel racing. Okay. I don't know but what Reba used to do. She's from Oklahoma. Whatever. Whatever she does, she makes riding a bike look really hard. Like so, she, so just getting on a bike yes, and riding around. I I was eating my words at this point because Zach was like, "Do you know how to ride a bike?" And I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me, you idiot?" I'm like, "She rides horses. Like, of course she can ride a bike. She had real problems riding a bike." Now I will say, they weren't exactly on sidewalk. Like, I get that. I get that the. <laughs> I get that that uh, Budapest was spared during the Second World War, so there weren't any like bomb craters, but it wasn't exactly like clean. You definitely couldn't ride a skateboard on it. Like it was pretty bumpy, pretty shitty. I don't know why they were on bikes. You know, they could have just walked. But uh, yeah, it was tough, and they need a little more speed. I'm like, you're going too slow. That's why you can't get that bike going. You're you're trying to go like one mile an hour. You got to pick up a little speed. You have more control. But yeah, she she didn't look good on a bike. It was it was it was a bad look for her. She was horrible. Yeah. Um, and then they get in a hot air balloon uh, for no other reason than to have her read off a series of hot air balloon love metaphors. Yeah. In fact, the way that she presented them sounded like she was reading from a paper that the producers handed her. Yeah. She said that um, you know they're taking their relationship to new heights. Um, that she feels mm-hmm. like she's on top of the world when mm-hmm. she's with Zach, mm-hmm. and as the, and she just as she this was like a throw in. This must have been like a PA that threw this in, and somehow it got through. She says, um, "As the balloon rises, so will our relationship." Oh my god! Just awful. Like that's a that's a C minus th- on the level. I metaphor. think I might have fast forwarded this because I'm like are yeah. you, a fucking hot air balloon in a in a. Eastern Soviet Eastern Bloc 
country. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? Like I wouldn't do this yeah. in a civilized place. But it's like see see down there. That's where Ferdinand was assassinated. Yes. That started France, World War One again. Yes, again. You need to uh, fact check that and see if that's where he was assassinated. I thought it was in um, Austria. I don't know. Yeah, no. I think may, you're right. Maybe. Yeah. yeah maybe. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Cat uh, and Charity are back at the hotel, speculating about Brooklyn's date now. I just thought Brooklyn getting the final date means she's one of the the four hometowns. Yep. But Cat and Charity kind of gave the ending away when they said that they they talked as if Brooklyn getting a rose was a matter of fact. Like, yeah, you know, Brooklyn will get a rose, so that it'll just be down to you know one or two roses. And, yep. uh, and they were talking about it in such a matter of fact way yep. that I'm like, wait a minute. That means she's not going to get a rose. Yeah. Like, that's how the, that's how this show works. Yep. So whenever they talk about something confidently, that means the producers have misled them. Good point. Um, that's a really good point, Jason. So, so over uneaten food, um, you know, Brooklyn starts dishing out her trauma and yep. she talks about her mom and how, um, and how, like, when he does go hometowns, that she that he won't uh, meet her biological dad, and but but he'll meet the, the the guy that raised her. So again, another woman with kind of daddy issues here. Lots of tears from Brooklyn. Um, you know, Zach, the body language at the uneaten food, you could tell. You know, Zach is usually the one when the woman starts giving the uneaten food trauma. He leans in and he's got hands firmly placed on the thigh. Like that's what John Ramos at Fox Sports Radio always says. Like the the gumption of the of Zach to just like reach over and grab their inner thigh in these yeah. moments. Like the woman that you just basically met two days uh, ago. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's it's like the one thing he. I mean, you're a man, you know, trying to be a man there, <laughs> trying to seem like a man at least, you know, like. Got to take some initiative. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm the last person to make excuses for Zach, but you know. <laughs> um, but he wasn't doing that here. Uh, no. He basically just let her cry, and he kept his yeah. distance, giving off the vibe that he's got some bad news to share. Yep. Um, Takes a minute. So, he needs a minute. Yeah, he does what Gen Z subjects do on this show. Yep. This is a this is a recent phenomenon. The last five years or so. We've had subjects uh, when they're faced with a with a conflict with something really hard. They say, "I need a minute," and they get up from the uneaten food and walk away. Um, and she's just sitting there, left hanging, after t- telling him this tearful story yep. about some dad that wasn't in her life. Yep. And then um, he comes back, and he's like. I know how important your family is and I, I don't want to mislead you by yeah. meeting them. Like, I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to go any further with you knowing how important this is. It was actually a pretty well thought out articulate thing to say yeah. to a woman. Yeah. And he, he, he seems did. so uncomfortable when she's like, I want you to meet the man who raised me, my grandpa. Yeah. And he was like, well, he he's like never known anybody that didn't have a nuclear family. And he's like, wait, your grandpa, what? <laughs> He's your. He's also your dad. He's like, what the fuck are you doing in Oklahoma? Like, he's so confused. He's like, I gotta get. Can I get a minute? Well, I mean, this is the guy whose parents have been in love his entire life, yep. and he has a, a a white Orange County nuclear family. And the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to him was that he lost himself in a relationship so much yep. that he forgot what his favorite band. Yeah, was. he forgot he liked Coldplay. Yeah, so that, that's the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to this guy. So, um, so he lets her down like that, and she takes it pretty well. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I thought Brooklyn of all of these women. I mean, she could be. She speaks her mind, and she could be pretty combative. I mean, she's done a a number on Cat, and yeah, she, she was gonna, she was a little bit I of a bully to Cat. I thought yes. she was going to push back here. I thought she was going yeah. to be like, "What the fuck?" Same, man? same. Yeah, and uh, he basically puts her on an SUV, and they're done. And they go back to the hotel, 
to show the very dramatics uh, producer taking the luggage from the hotel room. Yeah. And, uh, and of course they have all five women that are left sitting on the couch. Um, and when they see Brooklyn's uh, luggage being carted away, they're all shocked and sad and they do what you never, you never see this in real life. So this had to be a producer stunt. They all gave themselves a five person group hug. Yeah. Yeah. They're all buddies. That doesn't happen though. No, no, that doesn't happen. It does, that's in real true. Life. That is true. Yeah. Group, group hugs. That just doesn't happen. And it looks staged. Um, and you know, so and that, you don't see, you don't see, um, when Ted from Omaha with the uh, with the I love you Bob T-shirt bids one dollar on the on the frigid air side by side that the next closest bid was twenty two hundred dollars and everybody else went over and he gets called up to play Plinko. You don't see him hug all the other contestants. He wants to win. He's not there to make friends. He's there to get to the showcase. So that's what's that, confusing when you're watching a game show and all the contestants on the game show are pretending that they're best friends. The, sh- the point of the show is to eliminate all those other bitches and move on to the end and be the last one there. Yes. Yeah. And that's why it just seems so disingenuous that all these women are sad. It, it doesn't make any sense. If, if you are falling in love with a guy and he makes it that much easier to get married to him, That's what the is point. the problem yes. here? Yes. Um, so uh, they go to the rose ceremony. They skip the cocktails. But before the rose ceremony, there's this real awkward thing where all five women are standing there freezing, by the way. They're all in their like short cocktail yeah. dresses, and then it, you could tell it's like 30 degrees out or yeah, it's, 20. Yeah, it's freezing, and they all have like cutouts on. I mean, what's her name? Brooklyn. She When he escorted her out, I mean, she had a short dress on. There was a <laughs> lot of legs happening with Brooklyn. Yeah. I wasn't mad at it. Um, but yeah, they're making them freeze to death. And uh, Zach meets Jesse. Oh, yeah. In about about fifty yards from the women, if not even if not closer, thirty yeah. yards, yeah. and yeah. they're in they're in sight of the women. So, in other words, yeah. they have the camera shot of Jesse yeah. giving a bro hug to yeah. Zach with the women in the in the yeah. background. Yeah. yeah, and and Jesse's Jesse is such a useless host. All he does he is. is just kind of yeah. try to be a dude with the guy. So I um, just to. I was I'm, I was watching it with my girlfriend, who's not I've made clear on the show before is not a bachelor fan and not super familiar with the show. She doesn't watch it, and she saw Jesse there, and she goes, "Oh, um, how come that guy's there again?" And I'm like, "Cause he's the host of the show. That guy is supposed to be the host of the show, but he he's such an innocuous, just." empty just nothing guy that wears sweaters with zippers on him and he's like you ready to go bud like he's like she goes oh i thought that that was his buddy that just was on the show before and i'm that like shows up to give him advice and i'm like no that guy is supposed to be in charge of everything that's happening on this show but he's no harrison look we we shit on harrison for years and harrison was a little full of himself but the guy commanded the show. He was not. A, he was not a shrinking violet like this Jesse Palmer. By the way, I yeah. listened to Chris Harrison's podcast. Uh, the podcast that he started, yeah. I listened to it, yeah. and and you know he is kind of a uh, he is just kind of a I don't know what you would call it, douche, softy, yeah, yeah douchey yeah. guy who takes himself way too seriously. Right. And we all, we like those qualities about him. We like to make fun of, but. He was so much better in this role, and I was reminded of how much I liked him in this role, just yep. taking charge. Yep. And and by the way, uh, in the podcast, he had little or no shit talking to do, but he did say that um, he's like he's like, you know what? I'm not a guy who keeps score, but you know, I've been following along. I mean, I know the ratings are down yeah. fifty to sixty percent. Shut up. Than, than they were than when wow. I left. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, so oh, there you have back. it. Uh, he's coming back. T- take that, Jess, Jesse Palmer. Yep. But um, 
So anyways, I found the dynamic funny how they're just kind of talking about, hey, you know, how do you feel, man? What's going on? And Zach's like, yeah, real good week. And uh, I just get this tough decision. And uh, and then Jesse said, hey, uh, the women are waiting for you. Yeah, yeah we know that we yeah. see them. We're, yeah. They're right behind. They've been waiting the last 10 minutes for you guys to fucking have freezing. a bro hug session. Yeah. And they're freezing their ass in their, off. In their open-toed I, shoes yeah, and yeah. short dresses and G-strings. Yeah. 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 It, was, it wasn't like they, the women were were sequestered and then they were just pushed out and he's like, okay, they're ready for you. They've been waiting the whole time. They've been in the background of the shot. So, um, so he goes to give away the roses. Um, Ariel gets a rose. There's one left between charity and cat. Yep. Uh, cat has been so dramatic charity as well, but, and she's the last woman of color and charity gets the last rose. Yep. That means cat out um, is out. And she was the realest chick in the entire thing. The, the hottest attractive woman, yep. in the whole thing. Yep. And she's out fifth. Yep. Um, so I thought there may be some dramatics at the end. And there was, in that he asked to walk her out. Yep. Um, and this is my note was, um, she was too honest with this dork. Yep. He took her normal feelings as weakness has the balls to firmly put his hand on her thighs as he dumps her. In other words, they sat down yep. and he did what John Ramos points out. He put, he still fucking put his hand on her thigh. See, in that and, situation, I agree with John Ramos. Yeah. Like he's yeah, not, it, he's, he was just a, he just, he just broke up with her. You don't, you yeah. don't thigh grab a woman yeah. that you're not yeah. trying to have sex with. Yeah. Now you're violating. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So, um, so Kat just asks the simple question, why, which I think is a great real question to ask. Yep. And he inarticulately says, uh, I didn't see a strong future with us. Whatever that means. Um, he could have, yeah, which he could have let her go earlier. And that's what she's saying, because this was, this was the, the, the extremely, cruel single single woman send off rose ceremony which you have seen over the years a lot of bachelors and bachelorettes try to avoid humiliating the one person they're going to kick off where they'll go hey can i talk to you and they'll just walk them out and send them away before handing out the roses so they're not embarrassed but they right. they specifically attempted to embarrass cat. And I think that's what she was mad about because she was like, Hey, the whole thing happened with the mentalist and like, it could have happened then, but instead he waited till the rose ceremony. So he could really extra humiliate her. And I I think you made the point last week and it may have even been in the uh, summary of the show on social media. Like these people these women can sue the producers for some kind of psychological oh, yeah. abuse. Like oh, yeah. what they did to her in this episode yep. is just cruel and unusual. Yes. And then you're right to have her wait to be the last one, not chosen. Yep. It's just brutal. Um, I mean, it's, it's then, the genius of this show, but it's also, it, sometimes it goes a little too far, I think. So then something happens that we've never seen in the history of the show. For uh, and Chris Harrison, for all of his douchey, uh, effeminate qualities, he never did this. Jesse comes back on camera with Zach as he's watching um, Cat drive away. Zach is crying. Yeah. Jesse walks up to him and they hug each other. Yeah. The host of the show yeah. is hugging the subject of the show. Yeah, a couple bitches. What the fuck is yeah, that? No, no, I, I can't remember. Was he, they weren't inside of the women, right? Because it would have no. been, it would have been like the Sahara desert oh, in wait, their no, nether no, no, regions. No. Because, oh, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah. I, they weren't inside. They were still outside, but yeah. the, the, uh, cinematographer yeah. <laughs> still had the four women in the backdrop. Yeah. So no, they could very well see this no, hug. No. Yes. Look, look, they're all pretending to be attracted to him anyway, but if they <laughs> if they were, it's going to be harder to pretend after seeing him be a real bitch like that. 
Um, I I saw so, I saw so, so there's four for hometowns, and the previews are pretty dumb, pretty lame. Yeah. Um, but there is a brother of one oh, of the yeah. contestants. Yep. That that asks a couple of questions, yeah. and I'm like, whoa! Yeah, you know, he, we haven't seen, we haven't quite yeah. seen that. Ariel's, yet. it's Ariel's brothers. He's like, what is my sister' middle name? Yes, which is perfect. probably a trick question because she's Russian. Maybe she doesn't have one. And then he, and then he's like, what, what her birthday is? Tell, tell me, what is her birthday? Like, uh, yeah, like, look, Dude. these are hard questions, but you don't know these answers to somebody you're first dating. First, right? first dating. Yeah. No, no. How about, how about, how about? So basically, the the very uh, converse of what you just said, or the yeah. opposite of yes. what you just said, yeah. is. It, you should probably know this about a person you could propose to. In That's a week. true. Now that I would agree yeah. with. Now that I would agree with. <laughs> um, yeah, and there's tears, and he's like, and there's like, isn't there um, Zach going like, I wish I would have known that, or like something. There's some, there's something happening. You know, they get these edits um for the previews and you're like oh my god this is crazy and then literally nothing happens so that's that's what we can expect i think and and just uh again another another credit to this which i thought was just so so good this episode was honestly a trail of tears without the smallpox contaminated blankets back you're dropping another name petrus papadakis um so yes we um appreciated jason there was some technical difficulties with the recording of this episode um, because of the software that we use to connect. So um, hopefully everything sounds okay. Um, I apologize if it's a, if it's a little choppy, but I will do my best in the editing bay to make it sound um, as good as it can. And uh, we'll be back next week to make it sound better uh, for Jason Stewart. My name is Brian Beckner. This has been the bachelor lifestyle from the baller lifestyle.com. We will see you next time. How embarrassing, the most traumatic ever And that's what we like Play your cards right, you might end up on paradise Here's the key to the fantasy suite Falls deep so you can sleep with your third or fourth girl of the week We're making a connection, we're falling in love We're chilling in the mansion outside the hot tub we starting in LA and then we travel the world we toast toasting champagne, we got 32 girls Who gets a hometown and who's the most hated Who had the best date and who's getting eliminated We always speculating like you wouldn't believe But I cheated, logged on to re- Reality, see, so it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle. It's the bachelor lifestyle we.